Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and we are here together listening to some of the highways and byways of recorded jazz. And today we're going to be featuring the music of one band. This is a band that came out of Kansas City. I had a little bit of a fascination with Kansas City bands lately. We've done a podcast and a radio show on Benny Moten, a radio show coming up on... Um, Jay McShann uh, featuring Charlie Parker. This is a group that existed only for a couple of years in 1939 to about 1942 or so, and it was led by a saxophone player named Harlan Leonard. Harlan Leonard was born in 1905 in Butler, Missouri, and he ended up in Kansas City in the early 1920s. He started playing saxophone with Benny Moten's band, one of his early bands. And as I said, we did a podcast on them uh, a while back uh, when Moten expanded beyond just a standard kind of New Orleans six or seven piece band and added an extra saxophone and trumpet and so forth. He added Harlan Leonard, who was a very well-schooled musician. He read well, he doubled well, he played alto, soprano saxes, a little baritone sax, clarinet and all that. And he, uh, Harlan Leonard, led the saxophone section for Benny Moten for about seven or eight years until the band kind of reformed in 1931. So he's featured on many of those Moten recordings as a soloist as well as a section leader. In 1931, as I said, the band kind of reformed. Moten wanted to take on a more of a modern sound, and he brought in people like Eddie Durham to play trombone and do arrangements, Hotlips Page, Walter Page, Count Basie. Uh, he basically raided the Walter Page Blue Devils band and took on several of those players and released some of his older players, like Leonard and Thamon Hayes, the trombone player. The two of them went into business and founded the Skyrockets, uh, the Hayes and Leonard Skyrockets, which uh, actually bested Benny Moten's new band in a battle of the bands, but probably more because they were a, a kind of a retro group that was appealing to the dance styles of the older crowd. Uh, that band kind of pooped out in the mid-30s, of course, it was the time of the Depression, uh, but Harlan Leonard kept going with various groups until he founded his own group, Harlan Leonard and his Rockets, in about 1939, and he started using some of the younger Kansas City musicians to create uh, music in the newer big band style. He still played lead alto. He didn't really solo. Uh, he was an effective section leader. He sounded a little bit like Don Redman when he was playing the lead, but as I said, he didn't solo. So we're going to start out with some tunes that, from their first recording session. They recorded three sessions, actually four sessions, for Bluebird, RCA Victor. The first and last in Chicago and uh, actually, the first, third, and fourth in Chicago, and the second in New York while they were on tour. So, Harlan Leonard and his Rockets, the uh, band consisted of Ed Johnson, William H. Smith, and James Ross on trumpet. Ross also did some arrangements and sang a bit here and there. Fred Beckett and Richmond Henderson on trombones. Harlan Leonard and Darwin Jones on alto saxes, Henry Bridges and Jimmy Keith on tenor sax, William Smith on piano, Effigy Ware on guitar, Winston Williams on bass, and Jesse Price on drums. And their arranging staff was pretty extensive. In addition to uh, the aforementioned James Ross, we also had Jesse Stone, Eddie Durham, Richard Smith, Buster Smith, Roselle Claxton, and Tad Dameron doing some of his early arrangements for this band. We're going to hear quite a few of those. So we're going to start out with a tune called Rockin' with the Rockets. This is uh, credited to Smith and Leonard. Um, it's uh, an arrangement by James Ross and comes from the first session, January 11th of 1940. And we're going to follow that up with several other tunes from that first session. Harry Joe Jump, which is sometimes called Southern Fried, uh, another tune by Harlan Leonard and uh, some of his fellows in there, including James uh, Ross. Harlan Leonard got his name on most of these tunes. Then the third tune of our set will be the old standby, My Gal Sal, by um, 
uh, Theodore Dresser, um, actually Paul Dresser, excuse me, Theodore Dresser was his brother, the novelist. And this is an up-tempo version which will feature um, primarily Fred Beckett, who was one of the most advanced-sounding trombone soloists of this period. He uh, even sounded a little bit uh, beyond someone like Trummy Young, who was usually given credit for introducing some of the bebop lines to trombone, even though he wasn't a bebop player. But Fred Beckett uh, was a big influence on the next generation of trombone players, including J.J. Uh, Johnson. I think you'll agree you can hear some similar sounds there. Then we're going to jump over to uh, the March 11th, 1940 session from New York, and we're going to hear basically the same band. Stan Morgan on guitar uh, replaces Ever G. Ware, and we're going to hear, first of all, I'm in a Weary Mood, which has a vocal by uh, Darwin Jones, uh, and this is another Smith and Leonard tune, I should say. And then we're going to finish up with another standard uh, known primarily for the Ink Spots version. I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire by Eddie Durham. And this is an Eddie Durham arrangement. features a vocal by Myra Taylor. This was a very stomping band. Not a lot of slow tunes uh, or ballads or anything like that. This was really a kind of a driving blues-based dance band, although that would sell them short. They had a lot more sophistication in their arrangements and their performances as well. We're going to hear trumpet solos by Edward Johnson and William H. Smith. Kind of hard to tell who is who in that. They trade and they play various solos. The two tenor soloists, Henry Bridges and Jimmy Keith, trade off here and there, but Henry Bridges is featured far more. He was actually a very um, well-thought-of stylist. Apparently, if we believe the press notices, Benny Goodman tried to get him to join his band in 1940, which was uh, an interesting thing. Benny Goodman was known for hiring African-American musicians, but um, didn't happen. One way or another, uh, he never joined him. So those will be our tunes for our first set of Harlan Leonard and his Rockets. Rockin' with the Rockets, Harry Joe Jump, a.k.a. Southern Fried, My Gal Sal, I'm in a Weary Mood, and I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire.
has been made Why have all my plans been misled I'm in a weary mood Love, can't you look right into my heart Why did all my dreams fall apart I'm in a weary mood Tell me why you went away Can't you try again to say I love you Try, darling, for my sake Won't you try Tell me that our love hasn't died I'm in a weary mood
So that's Harlan Leonard and his Rockets from 1940. All of their recordings, and there were, whatever, there were about 20-something of them, 23 of them were all recorded and issued in 1940, and they never went back into the studio again after that. Harlan Leonard continued leading the band until the early, or possibly the mid-40s, and he ended up out on the West Coast, and he gave up music entirely. We're told that he sold his instruments and went into some different business, I guess. I'm not exactly sure what... um, who knows? Anyway, uh, he had a wonderful band here, as we can tell from these recordings. So we started out with Rockin' with the Rockets, and that featured a guitar solo by Effigy Ware, who uh, is more famous for being on a, a private recording with Charlie Parker, one of Charlie Parker's early recordings. And uh, the Kansas City musicians were, were a, quite a fraternity back then, as, as you can imagine. We also heard some good trumpet playing. I believe the muted solos are primarily by James Ross. Uh, I think the open solos are William H. Smith. I don't know about Ed Johnson. I'm not sure if he was doing any solos or not. They're not too distinctive in in their own way. Some of them are a little bit wild, but um, I'm not exactly sure who does that. We heard some great trombone, muted trombone, by Fred Beckett, who was really an underrated soloist. He died in 1946 of tuberculosis that he apparently contracted in the service during World War II, so he didn't lived to make recordings into the uh, bebop era, and he presumably would have been part of that movement as well. We heard some tenor sax by Henry Bridges, and I think he does most of the solos on the sides we're going to hear today. There might be one or two by Jimmy Keith, and uh, Keith may have taken a bridge on that tune and so forth, but Bridges was really the primary tenor soloist. And we also heard some good piano by William Smith. It's a little confusing. There's a William Smith on piano and a William H. Smith on trumpet. So after Rockin' with the Rockies, we heard Harry Joe Jump, a.k.a. Southern Fried. It was recorded uh, under that name by several different bands. We heard some good playing there. That was Both of those were James Ross arrangements. Then we went to that real flag-waver version of My Gal Sal, which featured Henry Bridges on a full chorus and Fred Beckett on most of a chorus. Uh, some very good ensemble playing, too. This was uh, definitely a couple of steps ahead of uh, the complexity of the Benny Moten Band, and even the Basie Band. Uh, They were, in 1940, the uh, Leonard Band was definitely exploring some interesting uh, ensemble effects and using those arrangers. So many arrangers was uh, a part of that. We're going to hear several Tad Dameron arrangements in the next set, and we'll hear how the band progressed even further. So the fourth tune from that uh, session, I should mention the first three were from January 11th of 1940, the next two from March 11th of 1940, we heard I'm in a Weary Mood with a vocal by alto player Darwin James and some good uh, ensemble playing around and behind him. And then we finished up with an uncharacteristically fast version of I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire, an arrangement by Eddie Durham. Eddie Durham was a, a... pretty important fellow in Kansas City jazz circles. He played and arranged for Benny Moten and then Basie after that, and now, as you can see, with Harlan Leonard. And he, in the meantime, or in the mid-times, went with Jimmy Lunsford's band. For different periods, he had his own group as well. A very interesting character. There's a biography of him out there by his daughter. I encourage you to take a look at And that, uh, I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire, had a vocal by the female vocalist, Myra Taylor, of this particular uh, band. So we're going to move on now to, as I said, some Tad Dameron arrangements. We're going to hear four out of the next five tunes are Dameron charts. In fact, the first four. We're going to hear from that March 11th session, Parade of the Stompers. 
Actually, I'm telling you a lie. The first one is not a Tad Dameron arrangement. It is by Roselle Claxton, who is a piano player who played uh, for Roy Eldridge and some other uh, players as well in Chicago and, I believe, in New York, too. After that, we'll get to a Tad Dameron arrangement, and this is from July 15th of 1940. Rock and Ride, followed by 400 Swing, and then My Dream, which features a vocal uh, by uh, uh, Darwin Jones as well, who was sort of the romantic male vocal, I guess, from that period. And those three tunes, as I said, were uh, arranged by uh, Dameron, and he has credit, along with Harlan Leonard, for all three of those uh, composition as well. Then we're going to finish up with a tune called Please Don't Squabble, also from that July 15th date. That's an arrangement by... Um, James Ross, the trumpet player, and will feature a vocal by Ernie Williams, and a uh, different type of vocal here. So, interesting crowd-pleasing band, but very much in the jazz, blues, and, and sort of stomping vein of those Kansas City groups. So those will be our tunes for this set. Parade of the Stompers, Rock and Rye, 400 Swing, My Dream, and Please Don't Squabble. <laughs> Thank you. 
was a dream, a dream so divine that told me someday you'll be mine. If dreams do come true, I'll make them do the things that I want them to. I can't explain just how I felt. I've searched the wide world through, only to find that all of the time it was you. Only to find that all of the
good reminder that there were many, many first-rate bands in different parts of the country, we call them territory bands. Uh, by the late 1930s and early 40s, uh, recording technology had advanced to the point where bands didn't necessarily need to go to one or two specific locations to record. There were remote recordings, there were live recordings. Um, there are some live recordings of this band a few years later, I think on an AFRS uh, Jubilee transcription, but it uh, doesn't really sound like this band. This is when uh, the Harlan Leonard Band was really at its peak, playing these great arrangements and featuring these great solos, especially Fred Beckett on trombone, who we heard on the last number, uh, Please Don't Squabble, and Henry Bridges on tenor sax, who we heard all the way through. We started out with the Parade of the Stompers, and uh, that's a... A Roselle Claxton arrangement, and that came from March 11th of 1940. After that, we heard uh, several se uh, several tunes from July 15th of 1940. We heard Rock and Ride, 400 Swing, and My Dream. Uh, those were all Tad Dameron arrangements and compositions. My Dream featured Darwin Jones on vocals, and he was in a long tradition of singers, romantic male singers, who also sat in the saxophone section. I don't know how good a saxophone player he was, but... Um, Probably not too bad. These arrangements called for a certain degree of skill. He followed in the tradition of uh, Dan Grissom with the Jimmy Lunsford Band and Kenny Sargent with the Casaloma Band, who were romantic male singers who were also saxophone players. Then, after my dream, we went to uh, Please Don't Squabble, featuring... Uh, Ernie Williams on vocal there, and that had some wonderful uh, tenor by Henry Bridges. And we're going to be featuring Henry Bridges more in this next set. He was a kind of an interesting figure. He came out of the, the Texas school, obviously, sounded a good deal like Herschel Evans and Buddy Tate after him, but he had a little more of a, of a fleet uh, technique. He sounded in other ways more like Chew Berry, so he was kind of an interesting figure. He was on the transition between swing and even into bebop a little bit, although he certainly wasn't a bebop player. He lived into the 1980s after he relocated to the West Coast. He recorded with Helen Humes and some different people in the 1950s and into the 60s, I believe, as well. So we're going to feature uh, Tad Dameron arrangement and composition to start the next set. And these uh, uh, these tunes, with one exception, were all recorded on their last Bluebird recording session done in Chicago on November 13th of 1940. And we're going to start, as I said, with the Dameron Stomp. Uh, an arrangement and composition by Tad Dameron, as is the next one, Keep Rockin'. Following that, we will hear something a little more on the popular side, Mistreated, and that's another uh, Ernie Williams uh, vocal performance there, credited to Harlan Leonard and Ernie Williams and James Ross. Bluesy, but uh, a little bit more uh, aimed at the pop market, I guess. Then we're going to hear two features for Henry Bridges. We're going to hear, back to that July date in Chicago, A La Bridges, arranged by Tad Dameron and composed by him, has a lot of uh, I Don't Stand a Ghost of a Chance with You influence in it, and some beautiful ballad playing by a wonderful tenor player, not too well known these days. Then we're going to finish up with a more of an up-tempo feature for Bridges, a tune called Take em, and that goes to our last uh, session. That's another Tad Dameron uh, tune with credit also given to Bridges and to Harlan Leonard. So those are our tunes for this set, Harlan Leonard and his Rockets. Dameron Stomp, Keep Rockin', Mistreated, Alla Bridges, and Take em. Take 
baby, drove me from your door. You mistreated me, baby, drove me from your door. By your action, you sure you don't want me no more. Baby, what am I to do? Baby, what am I to do? Nice as we've been together, now you say we're through. Lots of luck, darling, if that's the way you feel. I'll always love you, darling, no matter how you feel. You mistreated me, baby, and drove me from your door. I just can't understand why you don't want me no more. Now I know how it feels to be left alone. Now I know how it feels to be left alone. When the one you love says I'm sorry, lover, but I'm gone.
some really beautiful and uh, forceful tenor sax playing by Henry Bridges all through that set. We started out with the Dameron Stomp and Keep Rockin', both tunes uh, composed and arranged by Tad Dameron, who didn't actually play with the band, but he uh, was their probably their chief arranger at this point. Uh, this was the very beginning of his career before he became known as a more progressive uh arranger. He played what they called a ranger's piano, which was not particularly good piano, but uh, was effective enough. He also was doing arrangements at the time for the Vaughn Monroe Band and some others. He did uh, piece work, hack work, what have you, for, for many different bands at the time. I'm going to tell you what the personnel for this band was. All of these tunes, with one exception, came from November 13th of 1940, and it featured Edward Johnson, William H. Smith, and James Ross on trumpets, Raymond, uh, Richmond Henderson and Walter Monroe on trombone. Fred Beckett had left by this point, although we'll hear him in one tune. Harlan Leonard and Darwin Jones on alto saxes. Henry Bridges and Jimmy Keith on tenor saxes. William Smith on piano. Stan Morgan on guitar. Winston Williams on bass and Jesse Price on drums. Jesse Price was one of those kind of legendary Kansas City musicians who was very, very well uh, thought of by his contemporaries, but who didn't play with any particularly well-known bands and didn't travel too far afield for most of his life. So the third tune of that uh, set was Mistreated, a blues tune composed by and sung by Ernie uh, Williams. And Ernie Williams was the front man of the uh, Hal, or Harlan Leonard band. He uh, waved the stick and sang and did announcements and what have you. Harlan Leonard, I guess, was not uh, too forward uh, putting as a as a performer or as a band leader then we had those two henry bridges features to finish up our program we had a la bridges another tad dameron arrangement and composition and this was done on july 15th of 1940 and gives us our last taste of the uh wonderful trombone playing of fred beckett who as i said left at some point during the summer of 1940 uh he later went with uh, the lionel hampton band and can be heard soloing with on some of those lionel hampton sides from the early 40s so Ala bridges i had mentioned was based on ghost of a chance i was wrong about that it actually has a lot more to do with until the real thing comes along which was a kind of a kansas city anthem big hit recording for uh andy kirk and his band featuring the vocals of fa terrell Faye terrell i believe as i pronounced that uh and uh, many of the kansas city bands recorded that although this was called Ala bridges featured the romantic side of uh, henry aka hank bridges the other side of Hank Bridges came out on the last tune, Take Em, another Tad Dameron tune, and this time credited to him and Harlan Leonard and Bridges. Uh, very fast blues with a lot of uh, riffing and sort of looking ahead to the rhythm and blues era, I guess you'd have to say. So I hope you enjoyed this program. Harlan Leonard and his Rockets made all their recordings, all 23 of them, for uh, Bluebird, RCA Victor, in 1940. And then did some more touring, a couple of live dates, and that was it for Harlan Leonard. He, he quit the business and went to work, as we're told, for the IRS in Los Angeles. And he passed away in the early 1980s, so he had quite a lot of life left ahead of him. But an interesting career for about 20 years or so between Benny Moten and his own bands. And featuring some great performances by uh, Hank Bridges and... And Fred Beckett. So you've been listening to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you're enjoying these programs. And if you'd like to sponsor us, well, we'd love to have you sponsor us. We'd love to get some more members of the family. Please feel free to contact me on my social media. Wolverine Jazz Band is my name on Facebook and Instagram and WolverineJazzBand.net. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>